Okay. Welcome to uh, Sunday Night Novi. Novi, as always, is a presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613 on your dial from Studio B tonight, not in our usual studio. Uh, tonight, Shia, prophetic vision in the 21st century, the message of the VM Rishonim, the story of the Book of Shoftim. The series will focus on Shmuel Hanover, the author of the Book of Shoftim, sent us many messages for our times. The series is dedicated to Zechon Ishmas, Harav Yerachmiel, Ben Aaron Meir, and Rizchus Rufur Shlema for all of the Cholim. Okay, uh, we, we started a very strange story last week. Uh, I mentioned last week, it's a story of Pesel Micho. Pesel Micho was some kind of idol who seemed to have had some historic significance. Uh, I mentioned to you last week that there is a discussion about whether this peric is actually in the right place. That maybe this peric took place um, at the beginning of Sefer Shoftim, as opposed to, to the end. So, so we, we saw a machlokas in the Radak, exactly, uh, Rashi seems to take it for granted that this story took place at, at the beginning. Um, and it, it began and, and we, it began with an exchange, an exchange between a mother and a son. There was a man named Michio, who's later becomes Micha, right? I guess his name gets shortened. And it's a story that apparently his mother had a certain amount of money and, and the money was stolen. And she cursed uh, the person who, who stole the money. So as it turned out, uh, he was the one who... Who stole who stole the money? So what what ended up happening was eventually he came clean and and he and he told her that you know he's the one who took the money and she said that Baruch Benilasha, right? She tried to haklolo shekilalti lo yahulu Right, she said that whatever I cursed uh, the person who stole my money, it shouldn't it shouldn't come upon you. Ah, Baruch Hodisa. But but you should, in, in fact the opposite because you confessed the sin uh, of stealing the money, you should become uh, blessed instead instead of cursed. Okay, so that was the exchange. But then she said, then she said. Um, the, the following, but Tomer Imo, I'm in Pasukim. Um, if you're in the arts world, it's on page 216. It's Pasukim. She said, she said, um, that I, I decided to consecrate the money for Hashem from my hand to my son. To make the carved image and a molten image, some kind of a a statue out, out of this money. And Mr. David points out that this declaration that she made, she had made at the time of when it was stolen. So old Ganuv So she made this condition. That if the Ghana is found, then I'm going to I'm going to take this money, and I'll be able to um, make it into this image. Um, 
And he points out, below I saw Avodazara Mamish. It wasn't really Avodazara. Aval Asuya Hilamach Shavosa Kherim, Lahorida Le Koklo Salyonos Lios Msae, Ulafia Tos Amralashim. Right. So we we discussed in great detail last week that it was made to be an intermediary between the uh between us and a Kodesh Baruch. No, she never meant the idol to be um an, an, an intermediary, but it simply was something between um us and a Kodesh Baruch. So I, so I mentioned last week that was the mistake of the door of Enos is that they made images and then eventually the messages got forgot. So uh, um, I, I think I, I think I mentioned this last week as well. I don't remember if not. I'll say it again. Uh, so so you know the famous story in um, Parshas Chukas. So when Moshe Rabbeinu uh, when they when they complained about the man and Hashem sent the snakes. So Hashem told them to build the copper snakes, right? Uh, to build a copper snake and put it on the post. That's why the symbol of Hatzalah, uh, of all the medical symbols, is the, the copper snake. And and it's the Mishnah and Rosh Hashanah. The Mishnah and Rosh Hashanah explains that the, the idea was that if they looked up to Shemayim, when the post was high up, and then they thought about a Kodesh Baruch Hu, um, so, so that the, they, will, they will be healed. Um, the, the Mishnah, the Gemara Sochem tells us that Chizkiyahu Melech um, was goinesed. He got rid of it. Why? Because and this was five things that, that he did. Some the Chachamim agreed to, some they disagreed to. And, and, really you want to say something? You have a hand up. I got knocked off. I got knocked off. I had to come back on. Nothing. Uh, Thank okay. you. Okay. Um, so anyway, so, 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 uh, Anyway, so, so one of the things was he was Gone's the, the snake. Why? Because he, he he was afraid that the message was lost. So 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 that, that was the story here. He, he, here. And then it says, she returned the, he returned the money, and she went to the gold to the you know the the, the goldsmith, the silversmith. Um and it became a statue, and it was um, and it was in the house of Michiel. The Ha'ish Michalo Beiselohim. So listen how far this went. Um, he said, and uh, and the man Micha had a house of idolatry. It says Beiselohim doesn't mean. Um, it says Hayalo Bias Muchan Laavodas Hadamus. Mitzudas David said he had a house. That was ready to 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 serve and to worship this image. Ulazesh sama ima satamus umasekabeso. And for that purpose, the mom put the image in his house. And what did he, what, what else did he do? Vayas a fod ultrafim. And he made a, a, an ephod, which is the the uh, one of the aprons. That the Kohen, the Kohen Gadol used to wear the six parsha. Um, and, and, and he installed one of his sons, and he became a Kohen. And in those days, it says that there was uh, no king. Uh, uh, Radak points out, Lo Hayah. Lo ayah mishe yimcha biyado. 
There was no one to stop this from, from going down. So I spoke at great length uh, last week exactly what that means. Uh, uh, and, you know, the, the great challenge of a lack of leadership when we don't have leadership, then, then people really do, really, really, really do what, what, whatever they want. So that, so that, so that was the story. So I wanted to just before we went on in the Novi, uh, I, I just wanted to share a couple of midrashim that relate to this story. So the Medrash Tanhuma in Parashas Kedoshim says the following: Kisavo el Right, that's actually written by the Parsha Orla. Right, it says by Orla. Orla is a when you plant a fruit tree, so you're not allowed to eat from the fruit during the first three years. That's called Orla. And the fourth year, you're supposed to bring the, the fruit to Yerushalayim. It's called Kodesh Yulim Lashem. It's a machlokas in the Gemara that's only by Kerem or, or all fruits. But certainly the first three years, you're not allowed to get into. Uh, it seems according to most postkim, this halacha applies even in Chutzlaretz. So if you decide to plant a fruit tree in your backyard, you have to you have to be knowing the laws of Arla. So, but but the halacha did not begin until till they came to the land. Kisavo elaretz. Zesha Omer Akasif. It says the Medrash Tanhuma. It's on Parshas Kedosh. That which it says in the pasuk, Vayitain lahem artsos goyim. That Hashem said that I'm going to give out you the nations of, of, of the other nation. No, I'm sorry, the land of the other nations. Ba'avor, what, why? Yishmeru chukav. That I'm going to give you the land, it's a Pasuk in Tehillim, so that we should keep the mitzvahs. Koma shenatol ha-Kodesh Baruch Hu me'umel sa'olam nasan l'Yisrael. Whatever ha-Kodesh Baruch Hu took from the other nations of the world, he gave to the, the Jewish people. Artsos, Kesev, Bezov, Sodos, Kromim, Ve'orim. He gave us land, money, uh, silver, gold, fields, vineyards, and cities. Belona, Sanlahem, and why, why did he give all of this to us? Ella, Kadesha, Yisasku, Torah. The purpose of, of us having this is so that we should study Torah. Shinamar, Bavor Yishmaruchu Kav, as it says in the Pasuk, so we should keep them. Fehem Loa Sukeng. And and we failed at doing that. Uh Elavaitama Losov, it darkama vali losam. he says we we defiled the land in our actions. Timo Osam the Kharamo Shalchan. So one place where we defiled the land is that we took from the 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 booty of Yericho Ochan. And then it says that, and you made my inheritance into, into something disgusting. That's with the image of Micha. And what did HaKadosh Baruch do to them? So the, uh, uh, so he says that the the um, results of of this kind of behavior of building idols, even idols that maybe had some form of legitimacy, resulted in exile from the land. Uh, and and the medrash is very clear that the the goal, 
you know, you know, when when it says when Shlomo Amelach built the base of Migdash, and it says that they became Tachas Gefen with Tachas Teina, everyone stood on, sat under their their uh, fig tree or their or in their vineyard. That didn't mean literally. That meant that they had the opportunity to study Torah. Um, we, we we know that historically, when we observe the Torah, so the Gemara says, nasa He says that when we observe the Torah. The, the work that needs to be done for us to prosper is done by other people. That we'll have hired workers and other people that will 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 do the work for us. Um, so we can be Isaac for Torah. The goal is to sit and to study Torah. And and, and when when not it, when we don't study the Torah, then 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 we're then we're stuck and then and then eventually we get exiled from the land. So this was how the Medrash comments on the building of Pesel Micha. It was the beginning of a, of a downward slide that eventually uh, led to, to the end. So, so the Gemara, and then there's another Medrash, a Medrash Psikta Rabosi, Why is the Aseres Adibros, the Ten Commandments, said in singular language? Because you have individuals who came along and and destroyed and and nullified them. Anochi bitel micha says Anochi, the first of the aseres adibros micha pushed away by building the uh, building the idol. Lo yelcha, uh, you can't have any other bitel yerava. Can't yerava. Lo sisa bitel mekoshish. That that requires a little explanation. Um, the uh, Makoshesh, the one who, who who gathered the trees, the story in the midbar, he pushed away uh, Lo Sisa. Kaveda Savicha, Bitel Avshalom. Avshalom was the son of David who rebelled against him. Lo Tirzak, Bitel Yoav, Yoav committed murder. Lo Tinat, Bitel Zimri. Lo Tignat, Bitel Achan. Lo Sanet, Bitel Tziba. Lo Samon, Bitel Achan, etc. So he says that the, the Aseris Adibros. Uh, was pushed away by individual people. And that's why it's said in a singular uh, language. Anyway, so a- anyway, so you have a picture, and there are many, many, many more Midrashim. We could spend hours on these Midrashim. So you have an image of the Medrash that this building of the statue, although it it, it sounds like legitimate. And, you know, and, and there's also this message that we don't get to pick how we serve a Kodesh Baruch Right, the message of the Mishkan is, how I show it to you, that's how we serve a Kodesh Baruch So I just wanted to just bring that out uh, about our story of Pesel Micha. Okay, let's go, let's go back to the text. And let's see, we, we finished this parak and we got to continue with the story. Okay. Vayihinar. Okay, anyway, so we said that he appointed this guy to be a Kohen. In other words, he, he really replicated um, the, whole, the, the whole story. Like he made it into like uh, he made his home into like a mini Mishkan, a mini a mini base of Migdash, except it was for for idolatry. So anyway, so here is what he says: Vayhinar pasuk vav. Again, we're on page if you're in the arts go on page two sixteen or on Perak Zion, pasuk vav and shoftim. Vayhinar mi base lechem Yehuda. So there was a, a certain individual who came from base lechem Yehuda. Vehu Levi, Vehu Garsham. He was a Levi, and he lived there. Uh, now, 
Why does it say Beis Lechem Yehuda? What, why is Beis Lechem? So Masudat David points out that there was another city called Beis Lechem in Zvulun. So this is to refer to the city of Beis Lechem, which is more famous, uh, which, which is obviously where the story uh, is of Megillas Rus surrounds. And anyway, he says, Who Levi, Anarazel Levi, who Garbi Beis Lechem. So he was a Levi who was living in Beis Lechem. Uh, we'll see why that's significant soon. Uh, so the Radak says that this Levy was misplaced. That that you know we know there are forty two cities uh, given to the Levium plus six are Mikla. So this guy he says. He, he, the Radak points out, he says, uh, He lived in Beislechem. Even though the Levium had places to live, he went to live there. He went, he went there to uh, make, make a living. Um, uh, so he was he was uh, moving around to look for place uh, to um, to make a living. Okay, so that that that, that was why he was there. Right. So then the Novi the says that he left Beis Lechem to move around, and and, that, and that now now we have a little insight into understanding why he was moving around. Because he was looking, uh, he was on the unemployment line, and he was looking to to move himself from place to, to find somewhere to settle where he can make money. So he went. He ended up in Har Ephraim, up to the house of Micha to make his way. So Ad Beis Micha. So Radak says Kolomar Ba Ad Beis Micha. Radak said that he was there to, it was sort of a stop on the way, um, that he was passing through the house of, of, of Micha. So Micha said to him, he said, then where, where, where are you coming from? He said, He said, I'm a Levi. And I come from Beis Lechem Yehuda, uh, and and Ranochi Olat Lagbor Basherimsa, and and I'm I'm looking for a place uh, to find to find um, where I should live. He says now now why does he say Levi Ranochi Kaomer now Chonani Lilmod Ulahoros? Really, I should be teaching Torah. But but I but I'm not doing that because Levi says Yoru Mishpatecha Liyakov. So Vayomer Lo Micha Shivai Madi. So Micha says, Wait a sec, I I have I have a great idea. Why don't you Why don't you stay with me? The Hayeli Laav Ulakohen, and you could you could take on the role of of an Av, meaning to be the the head, um, and. And a, and, a, and a Kohen, you'll be you'll be the priest uh, of my location, Laav Ratzalama Lamora Ulamelame. Meaning you sh- you'll be here. You're here to teach me 
you'll be the teacher here and you'll be the Kohen. And I will give you, uh, uh, you know, a, a nice uh, reward, 10 pieces of silver a year. Um, and a set of cloth and a livelihood. So, so in other words, so Micha says, wait, I, I, have, I have a great idea. Why don't you stay with me? And if you stay with me, I'm going to give you all this money. I'll give you clothes and, and sustenance. So this guy said, So he said, you know what? That sounds like a really, really great idea. I have to read you a Mishnah. One of the advantages of being home is to have everything on my access easier. Anyway, uh, so so there's a famous mission, and, and it, it's such a clear connection to it. So the Mishnah Perkyavos tells the story. Tells the following story. It's in the it's in the sixth parak, in the parak that's called Kenyan Torah. It's called Kenyan Torah uh, because that parak, according to the tradition that learns Perkyavos. Every Shabbos between Pesach and Shavuos, besides the whole summer. So, so the sixth parak is Kenyan Torah, and that's always the Shabbos right before Shavuos, the Shabbos before we learn Torah. And it starts off with Kola Osek, the Torah Lishma. Uh, whoever studies Torah Lishma uh, merits many things. Anyway, in that parak, in Mishnah Test, Mishnah tells the following story. I'm a Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma, famous story of Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma. Listen, listen to the parallel in the story. He says, one time I was traveling, right? Exactly like our, our, our Mr. Levy here. And I met a certain individual. Let's just plug in. And I met Micha, right? And, and he said hello to me. Right, the, the parallel is, is, is almost scary. He said, he said he's, the, the guy, I met this guy along the way, and he said to him, where do you come from? We based Lacham Yehuda, right? Right? Amarti lo, meir gidola ani. He says, I come from a great city of, of great rabbinic leaders and Tami Dechacham. Amali, Revi, He says, Revi, do you want to live in our place? He says, listen, why don't you stay with us? Why do you have to travel? Why don't you stay with us? And I will give you uh, tens of thousands of, uh, of gold and, and uh, rubies and diamonds, and uh, you'll, be, you'll be very rich. Right? You, you get, you get a, a, an unbelievable rabbinic salary. Amarti uh, Lo. But here's the difference between a great individual and, as opposed to someone who is uh, lost in his... Uh, is Rabbi Yosef and Kisma says, not a chance. He says, he says, I know about your place. Your place is not a Makum Torah. And because, and because your place um, is not a Makum Torah, uh, that that I'm not I'm not going to 
to come to your place. But but what what's what's amazing what's amazing is the parallel in the story, the exact story. Here you have someone traveling. In in our in, in our story, it's this this Levi. Um, in in the in the Mishnah in Pergiolas is Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma. They meet the individual. The Levi meets Micha, and this individual uh, meets Rabbi Yossi. They have a similar conversation. Shalom Aleichem, how are you? Where do you come from? Um, and, and, and they have this exchange. Michal tells the guy, stay with me and be a lady and, you know, participate in the, in the mock idol worship or whatever, whatever's going on there. And, and I'm going to give you, and, and he also tells him, Aseris Kesef, I'm going to give you, you know, silver pieces, garments, and a whole story. And Vayelech Halevi. And the Levi is 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 sold, and, and he's ready to to join Micha and and his idol worship, and uh, but Rabbi Yosef and Kisba, who according to the the Mishnah was offered a much bigger amount of money, turns away and says, "Absolutely not." This goes back to the Medrash that I started off with, that said that the goal of being in Eretz Yisrael. Is, is to learn Torah, uh, and here it says, and here it says that Rabbi Yosef Kispa said, "I'm only going to live in a place." It says in Sefer Tilam, "I day David Melch Yisrael, Toivli Toiras Picha Mealfi Zav Achesim." More precious to me is the words of Torah from, from thousands of gold and silver. Below Od Ela Vishas Pitiraso Shel Adam Eim Eleven Lo Lo Adam Lo Bekesav Lo Bezav Lo Bavanim Tovos Mark Golias. Says that uh, when a person dies, what 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 escorts him into the next world? Not his gold, not his silver, not his rubies and diamonds. El Torah umasim tovim bilvad. All right. Shenema bisalecha tancheosah b'shachvicha tishmor alecha vakisosi hisisichacha. Right. So the pasuk that we say uh, when we make a, a siyum that that it's it's the Torah. It's the Torah and and the and the great and beautiful actions that that a person that a person does is is what makes the difference and and, and we see that we see that so often that 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 you know it's in the end of the day it's not about how much money you make it's not how much is in your bank account it's really it, it's 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 always about the kind of person of you are and, and what you represented so here you have. So here you have a generation that's challenged with a lotus Hashem. So this guy, so this guy comes in. So 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 this guy comes in and 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 completely, uh, you know, buys into Micha's plan, as opposed to you have, as opposed to you have Rav Yossi Ben Kisma, who uh, who understood the ulterior motives of the individual, and he and he. Chooses Torah over, over, over everything else. Okay, that, that that's the, the, the amazing parallel to the story. Okay, uh, the Mishnah says, um, uh, Mishnah, sorry, the pasuk says, pasuk Yidalef, Vayoel Halevi Lachevis Esayish. Very interesting term, Vayoel. One other place that I am aware of, again, I am not an expert on Tanakh, so I can't tell you all the places in Tanakh that this expression is, but I can, but but Chumash I know a little better. Um, it says by Moshe, when Moshe came to Midian, it says, Vayoel Moshe. So, and uh, Masudat Zion quotes it, Vayoel Moshe. Uh, it says that um, Moshe, it either means he wanted to or he agreed to. 
So he was willing to stay. So he's and this guy became to him like one of his own sons. So Micha viewed him Hashem Yadam That that he he so to speak he served this role and it was almost like a, they had a very special uh, connection. So it says that Micha installed the Levi by Hilo Anar and he made him into a Kohen by Yehi the base Micha. And it says that that um, that that he he was in the house of of Micha. Now by again, Ain Melech Israel. Again, there was no king. Again, again, we'll, we'll emphasize, as noted above, the, look at the art scroll note, the sages interpret this as an actual monarch, meaning that a king such as David would not have tolerated the disaster described here. Radak, however, submits that even a judge, like all of those active throughout this book, would have would have interceded there too, where kings in this, that sense, they had led the nation. He suggests that the incident took place after the capture of Shimshon, when there was a, a hiatus of, of leadership. Now, what, what's interesting also is, um, you know, David Amelech did not allow Bumos. Very interesting thing. David Amelech was very, very careful when he led the people. Bumos means that, that when the Mishkan was destroyed, there were certain times that the individuals were allowed to give korbanos, only private korbanos, something that if you made an ad to give a korban, you were allowed to offer it in your backyard without a kohen, without the base of mikdash, without the mishkan. Now, now after the mishkan was destroyed in Shiloh, um, after 339 years of standing at the time of Eli, uh, a story that I think we miss Hashem, we will get to after Pesach, as we move on to Sefer Shmuel. Uh, anyway, so when, when, uh, when that happened, so, so what, what was called heter bamos, the uh, um, that you were allowed to bring korbanos again on private on a private mizbeach again, only not korban sibor, not a not a, the community, not the korban talmud, but only an individual korban. David Amelech was very machped not to allow that. He did not allow that when he was king. Why? Because he said it smelled too much like Abu Dazara. Like it looked, it looked like that people were were, uh, you know, had their own religion. Now oh, we give korbanos in our backyard and we party and we do all these things. David Melch, not like that. It says when Shlomo was king initially, before they built the base of Migdash, he did allow people uh, to do that. So, so, and I think you see here that when you, when you start to do things privately on, 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 on your own, so that then, then there's a lot of room for things to, uh, to go wrong. And, and, I, and I think that's an important part of this story. And, and this lack of, lack of leadership and inability of people to protest is what led to, to this downfall. He said, Micha said, he says, he says, now I know that Hashem um, has done what will be good to me. Why? Because uh, because the Levi has become my priest. Masudat David says, what does that mean? What was he saying? 
He said his son, who he originally had in that place, was not a Levi. But now that I have a Levi, so so now that so now I, I'm so much in a, a better better position. So right. So the note he says, since the Torah ordains that priesthood is a function of the tribe of Levi, from which Aaron and the Kohen original Michal was elated. The newcomer would provide legitimacy to the temple, which was why Micha no longer needed his son, a non-Levi, as his priest. It is noteworthy that Micha actually thanked Hashem, whose, who will, he, who, whose will he was flouting. Such a schizophrenia is not uncommon. Even in great sinners may retain a spark uh, of, of their faith. Right? They say the expression, right? No atheist in a foxhole. Right? So, so even Micha recognized Right. So that was actually the tension of Elio and Ovi, right? Right. It said it says in the time of Elio and Ovi. Didn't say they only worshiped Avodazara. It says they flipped back and forth. So you see here Mikla is like that. That, that, that and Elio said to them, he says, Come on, guys, you gotta make a choice. You can't, you can't, you can't just flip back and forth. Either you serve a Kodashbarko or you serve the Baal. And Micha apparently did flip back and forth. And now he thought that by having a levy, an actual levy in, in, in a place of kahuna, that that somehow was going to legitimize his, his whole existence. You know, it's, it's very interesting because this, this, this search for legitimacy is a very important idea. Why? Because any Jewish person knows that, that, that this is not how we serve a Kodesh Baruch but if I come up with a way that looks like I'm serving Hashem in the way, so maybe people will, will buy in it. Rabbi Wine talks about uh, when the founding of Christianity, that that, that was a big machlokas between Peter and Paul. Uh, Paul, you know, went to paganism, and that's when he lost uh, everything. Peter wanted that Christianity be the conservative movement of, of, of Judaism. Um, there and he never fully accepted some of the innovations that that Paul uh, Saul of Tarsus um, had, had had innovated. Um, what's interesting? Um, there's a legend that Peter, at the end of his life, did tshuva, and, and there is a legend again; it's not been substantiated that he is the author of Nishmas Kolchai that we that we say every Shabbos morning because he realized that that what they were doing was in the end was was wrong, and, and he and, and he turns back. But 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 initially he thought that if we could create a mock Judaism, a, a a microcosm of what it is, that that somehow we will get a lot of followers. You know, you know when that played out with the conservative and reform. Uh, initially they had a tremendous amount of following. Unfortunately, unfortunately, their following led them into the you know the desert of of, of spirituality and eventually to intermarriage. But but if you think about it, their idea was that we have that we have to keep some vestiges of Yiddishkeit. If we keep some vestiges of Yiddishkeit, then maybe people will will say, "Hey, hey maybe this is not so bad." Sadly, uh, we know what the results were, and that's the and that was the that was the truth of all of these movements. All of these movements. If you don't keep the Torah, if you don't if you're not oisik the Torah, if you're not if you don't keep the Torah the way it's meant to be. 
it never, it, 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 historically, it never lasted. Not, not the Karaites, not the Sadducees, uh, not, not the conservative movement, not the reform movement. I mean, they, you know, even though they exist in name today, but how much of them are really left? Very sadly, those numbers of, of intermarriage that the, the Pew Report made a whole big deal over a couple of years ago, uh, and, and it is a big deal, it's a, it's, a, it's a sad story. It's a result of a tremendous lack of connection to the Torah. The number one way to keep Jewish identity is limit our Torah. If you educate people in Torah, there is a great chance that, uh, that people will stay in the fold. If you don't educate them in Torah, then uh, you know it's 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 you're rolling the dice, and and who knows what might you know what might happen, and so so this this op- this attempt to create this mock Judaism was a concept that if I make it look like you know it sound you know you know expression sounds like smells like uh, you know then maybe people will will follow. So initially that's what happened, but ultimately. Um, any of these movements are doomed uh, to falling apart, and only and only and only the the, the observance of Torah is what's kayam liyalavad. Yirmiyahu Novi writes um, in uh, in the Novi, uh, it's the half Torah we read on Tishavov, Amav of Daharitz. You know why was the land lost? Alsha Azvam is Torasi because they stopped observing the Torah. Torah means that we have to do it the way a Kodesh Baruch Hu meant it to do it. Again, again, coming back to the Mishkan. Right? The Mishkan is how, how he's going to show us. Right? And, you know, even the Beis Samikdash, it's the, the famous story. Uh, the Gemara tells the story uh, that when, you know, when Shlomo Amelef dedicated the Beis Samikdash, you know, and he's, you know, the gates didn't want to open. And he said, Right? Uh, you know, the gates should, you know, raise up the gates. And it was sealed until he said, Bavor David Avdi, in the merit of my father David, that the gates didn't open. Meaning, meaning we, we, things are just not haphazard. And this was an attempt to make Judaism a haphazard religion. We'll do it how we feel like, oh, we're going to take vestiges of, of something and make it look. We'll have a Levi who's from Shevet Levi who's supposed to be in charge, but it doesn't work. We're not a religion. Uh, we believe Torah can have kiddushim, right? When you have shtick Torah, a devar Torah, um, and uh, an insight and understanding to the Torah, only ain't base medrash below chiddush. There's no base medrash without a chiddush, but the observance of Yiddishkeit does not. Uh, it's a living Torah, and Torah, and and it's not that the, the Torah has to adjust to the times. It's the times has to adjust to the Torah, and and, and that's 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 something that was lost in the message of of Micha. Um, that's what it says by because there was no one to say that this is wrong. There was no Sajigon. Sajigon attacked the Karites and Sajigon destroyed the, the Karites and he, he got rid of them. Uh, and, you know, you know, Rabbi Wein uh, tells the story that he says, you know, the, Ger- the German community, the Ekis, were, were traditionally very anti-Zionist. Now, now, why is that? He said, he said, the truth is, he says that it wasn't even so much that they were anti. He said that when the Zionist movement uh, took up its force in the late 19th century, he says the biggest challenge in Germany was not the issue of Zionism. The biggest challenge in Germany was fighting was fighting the the reform movement and Rav Hirsch, Shamshim Rafael Hirsch, he, he his 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 
modus operandi was that that you could tell them they could be good Germans as long as they're and, but but at the same time they could be Shomer Shabbos. So the Zionist movement never played a role in in Germany. So when the Yekish community came over here, that was never part of their mantra. But it was it was that fight against Reform Judaism that that Shamshin Rafael Hirsch was his his method was was to say, okay, you want to be you want to love Germany. Hard to believe Jewish people will ever say that, but you want to love Germany, you want to be good Germans, very nice. It'd be Shoma Shabbos too, right? You could sing the national anthem of Germany, but you got to open the sitter too and say Modani first, and and that's uh, you know that that that's something that that happened that happened. Now now here now here we're dealing with someone who completely uh, reject Ain Melech Israel because. That there were no force to undo this force of moving people away from Yiddishkeit. Now it said, so it says that in, in, in that day, in those days, the tribe of Don, this is already, we're already into Parak Yudchas, uh, uh, requested a, a, uh, a place uh, a seeking heritage. They wanted a place to live. They hadn't fully captured. So apparently, uh, Don had not fully captured their land, and they were waiting for a place uh, to to find a place to to live. Until they captured for themselves, he says it was actually out of the border. Uh, So they said that they didn't have enough of a share in the land that was given to them in Eretz Yisrael. So so they were searching for more. So it says, says the children, the children of Don sent five men from their families, um, it says uh, from among their leaders, there's a name of places, so they sent men to spy out the land and investigate it. And what did they say? They said, go and search out the land. Um, so then they came to, to Har Ephraim, to the place of Micha. Uh, so you had the, these people from Don were spying, and they went to, um, they, 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 they ended up in Har Ephraim, and they found themselves in the house of, of Micha. Hema in base Micha. So they arrived in the house of Micha, and they they knew they knew this uh, individual. They recognized the voice of of the Levi, via Suru Sham, and it says they turned there and they said to him, So they questioned and they said. You know, they heard his voice, the voice of this guy, this lady, and they said, "What's what's the nature of what you're doing?" 
And what, you know, what's, what's the reward? So he told them, this was the deal that I worked out with Micha. And I became, he hired me, and I became a Kohen. He said that, that that that's that that's what happened. So 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 they so they met him and and and, and they figured out what what it, what his deal was. So they said to him, "Inquire, please, of Hashem." So they said, "Okay, if you have this power and you have this authority uh, um, to." To uh, serve to, uh, to serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu, so to speak, then you could tell us if we're going to be successful in our journey. Remember, they were searching out land to live in, and they spied out the land. The Mesuda David says, "Kito the Chashru sheyesh bo mamish lahorid alatzmol kokos elyonos ulahagid asidos." They they honestly thought that this was a legitimate uh, arrangement. Um, Radak says, "Lefi machsharatam." And they asked him for to tell him the future. Uh, but they were mistaken, and they thought that the, the Radak points out that Hashem. That 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 he was serving as a messenger of Hashem. Over Dibrei Chazal Shamru Koel Elohim Amor B'Micha Chal Chutz Me Echad Shikodesh Koyimei Ayos Beisalim B'Shilo In Kain Elohim Zecholhu B'Nimchak B'Nei Adavar Etzlan Sveik Usveika And Yomer Sheino Machlov And he says Radak says However, when it says Elohim, except for the first time, it really does not refer to Hashem and they were asking um, for basically they're, they're basically asking for divinization. They were asking um, the levy to somehow magically come up and tell them what's going to happen to them. So the, he said to them, "Go in peace." The journey. They said, "Go in peace," on which you you go in according with Hashem. So he told them, "Al Hello, Hashem Yatzal Lefanecha. What 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 did he tell them? What was he really telling them? He was telling them that Hashem is with you. So what happened? Uh, I know I know I'm running late on time. So a few more minutes. So these five people went and they came to a place called Laish. And they saw the people who were in it, who were living there, Yosheves Laveta. Who lived securely, Kemishpat Sidonim, after the manner of Sidonim, Shokate, Ubotea, the Ain Machlim Davar Baaris Yoresh Etzer, Urchokim Hemami Sidonim, Vidavar Ain Lahem Imadam. So no, no issue in the land could cause them embarrassment, and there was no heir to the dynasty. They were far from the Sidonim, and they had no alliance with any person. So they came to this place, uh, and, and they, they really weren't sure. Uh, you know what the deal was with the, with the people that was 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 coming there. Okay, um, I think we're uh, out of time, so maybe you know it's uh, eight fifty two. All right, so so let's stop here, um, and we're going to pick up.
So the, these people from Don, just to review it a little bit, the last piece, a little unclear, uh, the people of Don came searching for land. They were searching for land outside of Eretz Yisrael. And they came to, they ended up by Micha, and they came to the to the house of Micha, and this guy, who this lady who had become a Kohen, they, they questioned him and they asked him if they're going to be successful. And he tells them to go on their land, to go on their way, and Hashem is going to be with them. Of course, it was deceitful. It was uh, and, and and we'll have to see what's going to happen uh, to these people. So, okay, so we'll stop here for tonight. And we're gonna we'll, we'll stay tuned for next week to see what happens to this group, uh, and we'll continue in uh, in Parat Yilchat, and and then uh, then we're gonna get to the final story, uh, which is the story of of Pilegish Begiva, which is a, a pretty nasty story, and, and then we'll we'll put a siyum on on Masechas on Masechas on Sefer Shoftim. Okay, uh, take care, everyone. Thank you again. Uh, for coming on every Sunday night and making this as meaningful as, it, as it's been to me. Thank you, Rabbi.